Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is Sonia Lohman, and she has produced this incredible film called Black Boys. I had a chance to check it out and watch the trailer, and I put all the info on the show blog, which, if you're not familiar, is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Welcome to the show, Sonia. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so I always love to find out as a filmmaker, what inspired you to make this film? Um, so this is my second film, Black Boys. Um, my first film was um, made while I was working for an educational organization. So I actually have a background more in nonprofit social activism work. I had not necessarily intended to go into film, um, but I was working for an educational organization. I got, became really passionate about um, just educational inequality and school segregation in this country, which is still very, very pervasive. Um, and so that film um, kind of led me into this, you know, passion for racial justice as well, really seeing the inequities here, um, the injustices here. And um, so I, you know, I, I put out Teach Us All um, in about 2017, and that was acquired by Ava DuVernay, who did the film 13th. On Amazing. This. Yeah. yeah. And so it was really getting me deeply thinking more about these topics of education, criminal justice. Um, and at that time, you know, the take a knee protests were happening. We were seeing the sports activism um, really emerging. It was sort of, you know, the first wave of the Black Lives Matter movement. We'd seen these, you know, horrific killings, um, you know, on social media and, and, other, and videos. And it was just got me really thinking about this question about, you know, the humanity of black people and black men in particular and boys um, and really kind of wondering why there was not more outrage about these deaths, why, you know, especially among white communities, why there was still so much backlash against black males for speaking out, um, the athletes. And, and so black boys was really a, a look into, um, you know, wanting to illuminate and celebrate the full humanity of black males in this country um, that often really dehumanizes and criminalizes and marginalizes. Um, I was really moved when you had, um, I read the information about it and it said, this is an intersection of education, criminal justice and sports, mm -hmm. revealing the emotional landscape of racism. I mean, this is so timely, so powerful right now. Yeah, and what I felt was that I really wanted to create something you know, that did, I said, sort of traverse that emotional landscape, um, because I think, you know, it's really, it's really hard to talk. It's really hard to talk about racism in general. I mean, it's a very uncomfortable conversation for people, especially for white people. Um, you know, and it's really, it's then easy to kind of hinge these conversations to talk about these systems and these, pol you know, these policies. It's this sort of massive injustice, but nobody really knows what to do about it. Um, and you see the statistics and you understand these systems. But I really felt like what was missing, especially in a mainstream media landscape, was was really just um, kind of that raw, intimate, sort of vulnerable, emotional landscape, because so often black men are depicted as, you know, very hard kind of, you know, criminals or whatever, you know, or sports players. It's this very kind of aggressive, very tough right. exterior. And it didn't really, you know, um, get to, I think, thought the heart of, you know, really all of these black men are boy, were boys, you know, sure. boys have, you know, have all these feelings inside them and, and we don't get to see that very often. Right. So, so I really wanted to create something that didn't sort of talk 
too much about the exterior. It obviously touches on that, but really, yeah. really showcase the interior landscape of these men and boys. Was it interesting for you deciding to make this film because you're white? I mean, were people like, wait, why isn't a black woman making this film? What's your perspective being white, making a film about black boys? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody asks it. Yeah. <laughs> had to answer that question a thousand times, but um, you know, it's, it's interesting. It was, you know, um, the way, and the way that I really um, approached it, especially when it came to talking to black men and, and black women um, was to just really be honest about my experiences too. Um, so I'm a white woman who grew up in very segregated environments, um, very, very white environments. Um, my school was practically all white. My neighborhood was definitely all white. I lived, you know, I moved all around the country and all around the world. And I was always in these sort of white bubbles and we live in a super, super segregated society. And so, you know, I found myself, I was like late twenties, early thirties when I was making my first film, like early thirties. And I was, you know, feeling like I'm this progressive, educated, you know, person who, who cares deeply about social issues. And, and yet I noticed when I'm, you know, I asked myself that question, like, am I afraid of black men? And I really had to be honest with myself. Like, I don't really know many black men. I don't live in communities where there are black men. Um, because I was wondering why, how can these, you know, these police killings take place? How can this sort of violence against black men take place with sort of such desensitivity? And, and I, I was thinking about that issue of fear and, and this fear of black men that's just really ingrained in our entire society and has been from the very beginning, very deliberately so. Um, and so, you know, that for me was to just be, to really be say, I really want to talk about this because because we can say I'm not a racist and we can really believe it with our heads and our ideology and everything. But um, there's a physiology of racism that still exists in this country, largely because we are so segregated from each other and because we've been so conditioned to fear black men by our media, by you know, <laughs> by right. all the different impressions that we get. Um, and so I felt like. You know, I wanted to kind of get to the heart of that. Like, what does it feel like to walk through the world seen as something to be feared just because of the way you look? Yeah. Um, I wanted to understand that and I wanted to decondition myself as a white woman. Um, why, have, why do I fear black women? I don't even know black women. Why am I afraid of them? <laughs> you know? Um, so it was really, it was, just, it was you know, um, that process was unfolding throughout the film and, and my willingness to sort of be honest about that opened up really interesting conversations because so many of these black men and boys said, we see it all the time. We see white people are afraid of us, especially white women are afraid of us, but nobody talks about it. Like right. we talk about it, you know, they want to talk about it. We want to, and it breaks down so many kind of barriers to just be honest and, and vulnerable. So Which we need to um, do, we need to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And I feel like what you've done is to illuminate something that is so important right now because education has to be a big part of dealing with you know anti-racism and we really need to put ourselves in other people's shoes yeah. because we might just be doing things out of how we grew up but we don't realize we're reacting mm -hmm. just based on something we learned a pattern and i believe all of this starts when kids are younger Absolutely. Like you see a little black boy and a little white boy hugging. Well, at what point did they learn to hate? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not when they're little, 
and they're playing. It's just, it's a learned thing. It's what they see in society. It's what they view and see in role models, you know? And so I feel like what you've done is really illuminate taking a step in their shoes, which is so important. Mm-hmm. And it starts, I mean, you know, I, when I started the project, I was thinking a lot about the media, that we get all these impressions from the media um, and stereotypes that are just kind of casually thrown around and things like that. But one of the things that I learned through the making of the film and it talks about in the film, um, you know, the educator talks about this idea of windows and mirrors. And so, yeah, you're exactly right. Like as a child, you know, little kids, it's, it's the books that they're reading. It's the posters on the walls. It's the color of the teacher who's standing in front of them. All of these things, um, you know, in, in our kind of, you know, education system, unless, unless you've got a teacher or a school that's very, very, very intentional about this, the default is white supremacy. We've got all these textbooks that are, you know, have white people on the covers. We've got, you know, posters that have white people on the walls and things like that. So, so it's, it's black and white children that are seen, as he says in the film, a separate level of humanity. We're not equal, we're, we're separate. And most of the time, black and white children are looking and they're seeing that like, what to aspire to is this whiteness, this beauty, whiteness, mm-hmm. these careers that are, you have all these possibilities as a white person, but as a black person, you could be a sports player or a rapper, basically is what little boys are taught, you know? Right. And people um, make such assumptions about people. I, I always tell people one of the most powerful classes I ever took in graduate school was qualitative research. So mm-hmm. going out and observing and mm-hmm. writing down things you see objectively and so you can't just say, oh, that person's drunk. You better be more specific or your assumption's completely wrong. Mm-hmm. So when people see somebody on the street, you, you can't assume the worst. You don't know what they're dealing with, what they're going through, what right. it feels like. Right. But there's so much fear. I mean, even thinking about the homeless population, I mean, we can get it down a rabbit hole, but it's like, it's true. There's so much fear. And those assumptions come from fear. You know, right. because we do have a physiology. We're biological beings that, you know, have these fight or flight reactions and these yeah. things. And so we we are it's ingrained in our sort of primal brain, as you know, to kind of what is that? What you know, so so yeah. if we're not conscious of those reactions, they they filter down. And so, like I said, you know, even me, I'm like, Oh, I'm I'm not a racist, you know, it's so easy to say that, but but is my body kind of tensing up when sure. I walk? What are you feeling physiologically? It's subtle, but it's there, Mm. you know? And so I had to decondition myself, like, wait, relax your body. Like, you know, like, look up, make eye contact. You know, like, I had to actually retrain myself because we learn this physiology that separates us, that that makes us afraid of each other, that makes us uncomfortable to talk honestly to each other, you know, about all of these things that we need to bring out into the light and into the open. I call this becoming better humans. Because you really should tap into who someone is based on who they are and not how they look or your preconceived notions or fears. Yeah. So So what else would you like people to know about the film without giving too much away? Well, you know, so the film is really intended to be, I call it kind of a love story. We really want, um, you know, one of the main things it says in the film at the very beginning is the reason things haven't changed is because there's not love for black boys. And I really feel, I really firmly believe that because I really think that a lot of the things that, you know, need to change and could change to really improve the lives of, um, you know, children of color in this country, low income children, all of these things is, is 
we don't, I, I always say it's not like we don't know solutions, like there's no silver bullet, there's no magical formula, um, because we know how to do these things when we care. Like when you have white children <laughs> that you care about, we get them an education, um, you know, and we, we do the, get them healthcare and we do these things. So, so it's possible, it's just the love and the will needs to be there. And so, um, you know, really the, the whole point of the film is like, it's, I want everybody to fall in love with, you know, everybody that they, they, they meet through this sure. film, men and the boys of many different generations of many different backgrounds, talking about their experiences and their emotions, um, and really try to move to that feeling of like love and compassion. And um, I think, you know, to really change things, we need to be able to connect with that ability to love one another in this country. Um, so that's, that's, that's wonderful. I get a sense that you're a changed person as a result of making this film. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, you can't not be, of course. <laughs> but, um, you know, like I said, I think one of the things that's also interesting is both the subjects that I've, I've done my two films on so far, first one, school segregation, this one, Black Men and Boys. I got that question even in the first film. Why are you a white woman making a film about school segregation? You're, you know, you're white. That's a black issue. And I would say segregation is not a white, is not a black issue. It's an American issue. And so it's true. I mean, as Americans, well, as human beings, of course, but as Americans right now, like these issues are, are like critical to all, to all of our individual lives, our community lives, our, our national identity, especially right now, as we're really redefining and trying to figure out what that is. So it isn't a black or a white issue. It's, 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 we're, it's a human, it's an American issue. And it's a humanity issue. Um, so certainly it changes you. I'm not standing over here, like observing with a camera. I'm, it's a co-creation. Like we're yes. all evolving through this. Yeah. You know? It so. sounded like it was a really powerful experience for you to take on this project. It shifted your perspective and you want to share that perspective with the viewers. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, I'm, and, and have everybody, you know, kind of whoever sees it to, to ask themselves, how am I contributing to this? How am I, you know, either contributing to racism in some unconscious, subtle ways I might not even have realized? Or, and how can I be part of, you know, building the bridges and creating more like love and unity and healing? Um, I want everybody to kind of have that self-reflection because it does change you as a person and then how you show up and for others and in your communities and you know right. um, and in our country it would change if everybody kind of looked in the mirror and took responsibility for for themselves <laughs> you bet where can people find out more about you in the film um the film is streaming on peacock um now it's free so you don't even have okay. to have a subscription you just um go to peacock and play it um, we have a website um, that also talks about, you know, for people who want to go further in social impact and education and like you said, figure out how to, um, you know, really change our education and our classrooms and how and how these these things are um, created at such a young age. So we have a um, learning module for educators Frontlines of it's called Frontlines of Justice. Um, it's really, really powerful breaking down the film and these things I alluded to like windows and mirrors and you know other culturally relevant pedagogy and all of these things so blackvoicefilm.com has some social impact things but but watch the film and, and talk about it it's on peacock and it's free <laughs> all ages too yeah, yeah. all ages are in it or can watch it no can watch it 
Um, yeah, I would say, you know, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's some imagery of police brutality. Um, so I'm not sure if Peacock has given it a rating. I mean, I think it's appropriate for high school students. Okay. Um, but I wouldn't, I would probably not go too young. With okay. The, yeah. Good. So, yeah. Well, this has been great. Congratulations. I've really enjoyed this. And thank you for putting this out in the world. It's very timely and very essential. Thank you. Thank you for wanting to learn more about it. I appreciate your questions. Absolutely. <laughs>